there, and welcome back to My Sister is Your Sister. This is Karen, and I am so happy to be here with you today. We have so much to talk about. Oh my gosh. Let's see. Hmm. Why don't you grab your favorite beverage and sit a spell and do some sistering with us? We have so much to talk about, so much to share, and we hope that one of these days you'll be able to come and hang out with us on our podcast. Yes, you. Write us, say I want to come on the air, and let's do it. Well, let's get back to the program because Kelly's waiting for us. Hello, sisters, and welcome to another episode of My Sister is Your Sister. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly, and I am joined today with my sister, Karen. Um, And we're super excited about today's episode because we're going to get a little real and a little raw with y'all. And we are going to talk about um, some of the trials and tribulations of marriage and some of the ups and downs and what we think makes marriage life go round. Karen, you ready for this? I was born ready for this. How are you today, Cal? What's going on in your world? Good. You know what? Just living the dream, sister. I am just living the dream. Well, that's great. Yeah. I've got myself a Coke Zero with cherry from Sonic, so I am happy. There you go. As can be, and it's It's huge. It's a. It's one of those big mamas. Yeah. It's the, it's, a, it's the little things or big things. Yeah, it's a two-handed soda. There you go. There you go. So we are coming up on your 20th wedding anniversary. I I just can't Quite believe it. It it is. It is. I can't believe it. And yet uh Yet it approaches. Yeah, it's gonna be here in a few days. Yeah, um, yeah no, it um, it's hard to believe that it's been twenty years. Yeah, uh, we've been together twenty two, so I guess it's not that hard to believe. Right. But um, I thought it might be fun if we talked about some things because mm-hmm. you know what, I think even as moving into this stage of my life i have a lot of different opinions i have a lot of thoughts that Mm -hmm. i've been working on and we talked about some of those uh the episode before last Mm -hmm. and uh, mom and i had a real interesting conversation the other day while we were working and you know, it just goes to show how much you change over time. So mm-hmm. part of part of what I feel is a trial in marriage is, mm. you know, when you start out, so we met at 28 and we were married just before I turned 30. Um, oh, the things I've, the, the, things that have changed in our lives since then oh yeah um you know i don't work anymore uh and 
so I, I keep my time busy with working with mom for our sewing company. And, you know, that's really nice. That keeps me busy. But, you know, Frank works a very full-time job. He's out of the house 12 hours a day, five days a week, and Saturdays he sleeps. So when you're thinking about it, um, when you when anybody meets their spouse initially, there is that overwhelming excitement to spend time together, mm-hmm. to share, you know, you tell them everything. They, they know your everything. Yeah. And then as I've noticed, as these years go by, you don't do that as much you would think you would share more because you're you're sharing the life together you know we were always raised dad mom and dad always wanted us to be independent women having our own thoughts feelings our own education our own support because there was strength in that and that showed um Well, mom always was very independent. She had the zest for life. And I think that's why it's so important that we we still maintain some individuality and some independence. Mm -hmm. But to me, it almost feels like after 20 years, you kind of want to finish each other's sentences. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like you've got to put down the phone, you've got to turn off the TV, you've got to turn over, turn and face them on the couch to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I feel after 20 years, you have to put more work into it than you did when you first met. Because- Oh, I agree 100%. Because I think there's that comfort level and it also, there's, there's that comfort that you're just like, oh, well, they're there, they're always there. Right. And, and you kind of like start slipping into taking it for granted. Right. Like they know me. Mm-hmm. They must know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. If I'm brooding around the house and cussing at, you know, oh my God, there's a dog nugget on the floor. Kibble. And going off on a piece of kibble, I'm like, dude, what? What's happening and what what is going on that you would call a piece of kibble awful things? <laughs> it's a friggin' piece of kibble. Mm-hmm. Pick it up, move it, don't kick it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's it's those kinds of things that make you go really, yeah. really. Uh, I I think where where a lot of people go wrong is. And I can, and, and I feel I've been married before to somebody else and that marriage lasted six years. That was a bad situation. That was a bad situation before I said I do. It only got worse after the fact. Um, and that was because, you know, you're not, you're not in a marriage to change somebody or to yeah. fix them. True. And I think um, a lot of people want 
see, I've always been a little bit of a fixer. And, yeah, I couldn't do that. I, I think where, where we have to start is accepting somebody for who they are. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't matter if they have <sighs> hobbies that don't quit. It it doesn't matter if you know you have to find your point of what you're going to be happy with, what you can tolerate, what you can accept, and do it. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm trying to get a a peppermint out of my pocket. Sorry. Don't worry. So accepting and not changing. Yeah. Accepting and not fixing. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of hard after all of these, after being together that many years. I think that where a lot of marriages go wrong is the communication changes Mm -hmm. and they get into habits that aren't healthy for couples, you know, being so individual that they're living separate lives within their marriage. Right. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, Ryan is my best friend. Right. And frankly, there's nobody else in the world that I'd rather spend as much time with as him. I barely want to go to the grocery store without him that's and that's a me thing obviously (laughs) but i think that's you know obviously there are things that i do by myself there are things that he does by himself but i think once you start i i think having that like i wouldn't rather be with anybody else once if you if you start losing that I think, I feel personally that that's an issue, like something to explore. A red flag for sure. Yeah. Like if, if I started feeling that way, I'd be like, oh, wait, what's, what's going on here? Like I didn't used to feel like something needs to be looked at. Like we, let's pop the hood and look, see what's going on under here. Um, And it's interesting because so you're you're getting ready to celebrate your 20th anniversary and ryan and i just said the other day that in september we will hey will we will be celebrating our 20 years of being together not married but together Uh um and we were like holy cow like it doesn't seem like 20 years like it does but it doesn't right Um, and it's amazing how time, you know, certainly I can, I, I know what you were saying about like how things change because I can certainly look back over the last 20 years. I'm like, okay, there's like a whole host of differences between then and now. And I think what we forget is when you meet somebody and you're falling in love, mm-hmm. they're imperfect. 20 yeah. years later, they may not change. They may not dry a dish properly, and you lose your shit. Yeah. Perfect. None of us are perfect. Not only mm-hmm. is is Frankie not perfect. I most definitely am not perfect. I'm close. Yeah. Same. Really That's weird. <laughs> we, we come. Mom from would good agree. Stock. Yeah, we come from good stock. Um. That 
that perfect thing is such is so overrated. Um, and it's just not reality. Right. Nobody's perfect. And the sooner it's it's not a matter of finding perfect. It's a matter of finding perfect for you. Um, because my version of perfect is not going to be the same as somebody else's version of perfect. And, and that's not by, you know, Ryan's perfect for me. Is he a perfect human? No, he's perfect for me. I'm though. telling him you said that. <laughs> I did have to remind him the other day that sometimes he makes mistakes too. He oh. did not agree. Um, he should agree. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was like, you don't know everything. Okay. <laughs> We have a live audience here at my house. We got a whaling under my feet and a slinky okay. spinning around my, my slippers. Okay. Um, as long as they're entertained. They they seem to be. Hey, they seem to be. There's no snoring yet. We might yeah. hear them before long. So, yeah. so really what we're talking about is marriage is finding your sweet spot together and trying not mm -hmm. to lose that. And I think you and, and I have also realizing that that sweet pot sweet spot sweet pot what am i saying it is sweet pot where'd you get that, it <laughs> that sweet spot is is fluid that it's it's always changing right as you grow individually as you grow together um and it's almost like you're to me, I feel like you're constantly relearning, re um, reinventing your relationship. Yes, you are reestablishing your relationship as you change as people, as you change as a couple. And here's um, the thing with that: mm -hmm. in order for that to work. I mean, you have to know your partner and something yeah. that we have talked about many, many times and something that you say mm. or talk about a lot is that's Ryan's love language or that's my love language. Yeah. You like to be, you like a little, you like to pamper Ryan. Yeah. You like to make sure things are done the way he likes it. Yeah. I... I don't know. My my love language is positivity, a smile. Mm. Um, I would say yours is uh, words of affirmation. Yeah, I was going to say affection, but that's true too. Um, yeah, because I, there's a lot of times I, even now, there's a lot of times that I second guess. Um the way I handle a situation. Mm. I used to be a vocal cussing arguer. I couldn't, I don't know where I, where I learned that, but mm -hmm. I, I used to be, you know, when we'd argue, it was, it was fearful. Yeah. And, and you know that wasn't funny? never with Frank. Right. So I feel like we've talked about this on the show before too. Like my prior relationship was also like that, Yeah. you know, a lot of arguments, a lot of passionate about your feelings. I think that when things get loud and things get, ugh, it's because you're not being heard. 
Mm. And yeah. I would have to, I know we both had that in the past. Mm -hmm. I don't really think that we have that now because I no. think we realized how unhealthy that can be. Mm -hmm. Even though you're speaking passionately about what your needs are, I think as we grew older, we were able to be better about that. Well, and, I think, and find. I think also like being in that situation that you come out of and you know, like, okay, that wasn't that wasn't how things were supposed to be. That I didn't enjoy that. I right. think it gives you a foundation of I don't want to do that again. And because it's never that I made a conscious choice that I didn't want to be able to, I didn't want to express my feelings in that way. I didn't want to speak to my partner that way. But at a certain point I realized, oh, that's not how we communicate. And I, and, and, and I did consciously say, I don't ever want to communicate that way. And because I didn't like it and it's not fair and it's not healthy. And um, that's certainly, I mean, that has never been Ryan's style um, if we have an argument, never. Um, and I'm, I'm totally in agreement with that. It's, uh, but I have sensed as I've gotten older mm -hmm. and I feel a lot more independent than maybe I have been in the past. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a little bit more frustrated because I probably bottle up instead of share what's going mm -hmm. on in my head. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then, of course, when I do get upset, then it's not healthy and it's it becomes. But let me tell you, it's it's not a bottle up even once a year. We're talking like every five so when it does rupture it, it's rough uh but i think we've worked on that a lot especially mm -hmm. in the past year mm -hmm. um but that love language really does help it it helps yeah. you kind of uh if if you know mm -hmm what your partner's love language is kelly likes to be affectionate you know yeah. a hug words of affirmation mm -hmm. um you know what's so funny is that i just realized like as you said that karen i just realized that words of affirmation is one of my love languages and it isn't necessarily ryan's that is not how he shows affection but i say to him all the time like so it's funny because they'll like he'll walk in my office and I'll be like, oh, you look good. <laughs> or I'm like, oh, you're so handsome or, oh, you shaved or, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, it may be, a, you know, but it's so funny because like, I don't know that it lands because I don't know that I don't think it's necessarily his love language. Um, and you know what? I, I'm, I do the same thing. And yeah. 
dad is like that with mom. Mm -hmm. And I think it's funny to say that dad is always, oh, you're the most beautiful woman in the world. Mm -hmm. I love you. Boy, you look gorgeous today. And her hair looks like it needs a haircut and she's looking like crazy wild. He doesn't, he sees her as a pinup woman since the day he met her. And, and I just think it's cute how he is always so, um, that's, that's exactly the word he, he is, he provides that. And, and to this day, he does the same thing to us. Mm -hmm. All right, Queenie, love you. Have a good night. Frida call when you get home, sweetheart. You know, I worry, you know, that makes you feel good and loved and important. Yeah. And I, and I, I think I've never really thought that before, that it was something that we've taken on from dad, mm. that he always made mom feel beautiful and important and needed and necessary. And yeah, I wish I had, I, I wish I had some of that. I don't yeah. have any of that at all. I enjoy that. Um <laughs> You're beautiful, Kelly. I also don't get a lot of that because, like I said, I don't know that it lands because I don't think it's his love language. Um, So, I mean, I do do talk about love languages a lot, but, like, in my regular day-to-day, it's not necessary. I wouldn't say that I'm, like, hyper-focused on carrying out our love languages on a day-to-day basis, right? But... I have recognized over time that um, I do think that things like uh, our perf- my preferred love language has changed, maybe. Um, but Ryan is much more so. He didn't read the book when I, I didn't read, the, read book. the book either. He did not read the book when I read the book, but he did take the quiz at the back of the book with me. Um, so we did this, gosh, this has been years. You've been, you've been, you've been preaching love language. Yeah. You've been preaching love language to me for years. Yeah. It was probably 2009, 2010 when I first read the book. Um, and he did take the quiz with me. And I think at that time, acts of service was was his, his main love language. Um, and maybe, and I can't remember what the second one was. Um, they were totally dead on. I remember that. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but I think for for neither for neither of us really receiving gifts was a thing. Um, maybe it was quality time for him. I can't remember. But because I knew that acts of service was like a thing that he liked, so there were certain things where I said. At the time, after we took the quiz, I said, okay, well, like, like, what would you consider? Like, what falls into that bucket? Like, what are things that I could do that you would know, like, oh, she's no longer doing this because she knew. So the one thing was, like, I would put dirty dishes in the sink and then not wash them immediately. Um... He did not like dirty dishes in the sink. 
he would prefer they, well, his preference, his number one preference were that they be washed right away. And I'm not talking like for dinner when we ate together. I'm talking like if I had a cup, you know, a cup of coffee or if I had something to drink or if I had a snack or whatever, and then I just left my dishes, um, that, that I wouldn't put them in the sink that rinse and like to the side, you know, like so that they're not crowding in the sink. Uh-huh. Um, so to me, that was like the first thing he said. And I was like, okay, if that's the first thing you said, like that's pretty significant. Um, so I was like, okay, I won't do that anymore. So right? I it's not, I'm it's, not perfect. I mean, right. how little? Isn't that such a little thing? Yes. But if that's like a first thing that someone pops in their head, okay, cool. Now I'm not saying I'm perfect. I still do leave a dirty dish in the in the sink. But I try to be a little bit more mindful of it. Well, I I totally get it. It's it's um it it has been we we went through a lot our first six months of marriage. Mm-hmm. Bought a house, lost Frank's dad, lost mm-hmm. Frank's grandma. Dad had a massive. Um, Dad ended up having multiple uh, bypass in the Mm -hmm. hospital. This was Mm -hmm. all within six months. We had a whole heck of a lot going on. And I always thought, hey, we get through that, we can get through anything. And yes, that's true because you're able to, I'm I'm a a fire putter outer if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. When drama happens, when some emergencies happen, I jump on it and there's not an ounce of emotion until it's over because got to fix it, got to fix it, got to fix it. Can't handle this, can't do that. Got to fix it, got to fix it. Yep. And it it is, uh, it could be exhausting. Mm-hmm. And then I've found that when I do things like that, then I'm my fibro, my algae kicks up and I'm, I haven't been worth a, you know what, all week. Mm-hmm. I have been a wet noodle since last Friday. I, I can't, I could hardly function this week. And yeah. we, and it was a crazy busy week. So, you know, I, I think that, I think that there's, a lot of work to start with and then a lot of work to continue with Mm -hmm. to ensure that your relationship stays fresh and new and important to one another. 100%. This is not a, marriage is not a set it and forget it. Um, Definitely not. We are not in a crock pot. It is definitely something that needs attention frequently. It needs to be tended. Um, and, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, our, our mom and dad have celebrated their 50th anniversary. This year is going to be 52 years. So, you know, and again, I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to put mom and dad up on some pedestal. I think it's a great achievement, but again, they've also had, you know, arguments and, you know, hard times and difficulties and have gone through a lot over the last 52 years. Right. You know, I mean, but 
they also did the work to like continue to focus on each other and right. what's important and and showing up for each other when it's important. And I think having that um, that model, that template, I think that certainly helps. However, at times it's also, um, I don't want to say this and it come out wrong. It, there's a lot of pressure too, I think. Um, because it's like, should your marriage be that way? And if it's not that way, is it going to look the same way? And here's the reality. Like I, I used to feel that way, Karen, I used to feel like there was a lot of pressure, but I do think I know now that every marriage is different and right. every marriage, it, it's, it's gotta always be what works for the two of you in a healthy way. Um, I totally agree. And you know what? I didn't realize. Um, to me, I'd always wanted that picturesque, that mom and dad, you know, the mom washing dishes and getting a hug and a whisper in her ear on the way past, you know. Yeah. That to me was always like, oh, my gosh, that's what love is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's amazing. I, and now as they bicker and say shit to each other that I'm like, oh. <laughs> and bigger more like Don and Marge and I'm like okay um you remember that time dad <laughs> I've yeah. learned to just shut up because in in all honesty your house your your marriage is like your house mm -hmm. you want to keep it tidy you want to keep things where they're supposed to be you don't want to put your your business out on the front lawn and you don't want anyone else just breaking in <laughs> Right. Telling but you where it, to put stuff, telling you what to live your life, what we, color to paint. Yeah. Don't tell me, what, you know, don't, right. Someone shouldn't be telling you what color to paint your walls in your bedroom or your living room or where you should put your couch. Those are all individual decisions that setting up your house is, is the perfect metaphor for setting up your marriage because right. it's, it's so personal absolutely the individuality of yes. doing it and creating that marriage specifically for you and your spouse mm -hmm. is such a uh, is is a work of art you know mm -hmm. um but in order to keep that house neat and tidy and to keep it running the way you want it to i don't care if it's a boho carpet on the living room floor with pillows mm -hmm. and everybody lays around and gets you know great big huge uh palm leaves you know yeah. every to each their own but that that should be a a personal experience that you share as a couple how how you want it to work now the three of us us the three of us uh you i and kevin we all have very different marriages and lifestyles and when mm -hmm. i mean lifestyles i mean Kevin's definitely got the children, family, busy, busy, busy lifestyle. You guys are able to do a whole lot of social gatherings and you spend a lot of time with friends, but that's also because you're way down in Florida, away mm -hmm. from all of us. So you guys spend a lot of time together doing things. Yeah. Um, 
20 years, Frank and I have some work to do. We, I don't know anybody who could be a couch potato better than the two of us if it's needed. But, you know, 20 years, we need, we need some repairs. We, <laughs> just like our house, we need some repairs. Yeah. So that's, I'm going into year 21 with that in mind. And by 25, I'm going to earn myself a beautiful anniversary ring. That's my goal. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to have to do to get that, but I, I might, I might have to buy it for myself, but we'll see. Okay. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I mean, the work doesn't stop, you know, it really doesn't like, just like if you remodel your bedroom in 2004 doesn't mean that you live with that bedroom for 20 years your whole life right like right. You, yeah. you make you know i mean gosh I, we could totally make fun of me right now for how many bedspreads i've bought just in the last 25 years of living on my own um there's been a few like i feel like as you evolve as a person you, you know those types of design choices evolve as well and it's the same thing in your marriage Right. It's the same thing. And I think there's, I think when you sign up <laughs> to be married, you kind of take into yourself the knowledge that you're not, I, at least hopefully you do, hopefully people do, that you're going to change over time and, the, and, and your spouse will change over time. And the goal is that hopefully as you change, those two coalesce together. Um, and kind of like your design choices may change over time. Like you, you know, our, our marriage certain certainly doesn't look the same now as it did, you know, back in 2010. Right. Right. Yeah. We've, there, there's been a lot of changes and mm -hmm. I, I see a lot more coming. So, you know, it's not about, um, it's not about the have or the have nots. Right. It's about the how to, how can, how can we make this work? Mm -hmm. What are your suggestions? What are you, oh, there goes the, the snoring. What are your suggestions? What are your thoughts on how we can make this easier on each other? Mm -hmm. What can I do for you? Yeah. You know, um, and I think we can't lose sight of those things because it's not, it's not so much about keeping the relationship new as much as it is about keeping the relationship active. Oh, I like that term too. I like that term too. It's, it's, it's very easy for it to just, and, and, and I, I've been guilty of this. It's very easy to, get comfortable in your surroundings and just, okay. Speaking of which, I should probably shave my legs today or tomorrow. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, there was a time, oh my God, you mean I shave my legs every day, every day. Oh, same. And I, I probably haven't shaved them since June. I probably need to, although I will, let me be honest and say there's probably only one hair on my leg. So yeah. I could probably I, tweeze I that one hair. Yeah, we're lucky in that way. Like, 
um, definitely light leg hair and, and not very much of it. So yeah, yeah, my hormone issue changed all of that for me. Thank God. But you know, I I, I think that an active marriage, even even mm -hmm. if you have spots of negativity, an active marriage is active because you're working through that and you're trying to find the other side. If you're having problems, but you're working through that, I think that's considered active. That's because you're both caring. If, if somebody yeah. doesn't care about where that relationship is going, that's a huge sign of trouble, big trouble. Right. Um, yeah, I think, like you said, that the keyword active is very important. Right. Um, and it's got to be shared activity. Right. I agree. I agree. And, and the reality is you're going to have ups and downs. You, you know, thing, someone's going to have a bad day at work or a bad month or a bad year, or, you know, someone's going to get a promotion that suddenly puts way too much on their plate. Someone's going to get a demotion. Someone's going to get fired. Someone's going to have, um, you know, uh, extended family issues. Someone's going to have, you know, trying to be think, you know, creating a new business or shutting down a new business or any number of things are going to be happening. You know, you're going through financial troubles. You're, you know, trying to figure out like, how do we buy groceries this week? Or every marriage is going to go through those ups and downs. And as at the end of the day, if you can stand going through those ups and downs with the same person, you're both actively involved in creating solutions. Or even if it's just a matter of like a waiting game, but someone's actively waiting with you. Right. I mean, and, and, and checking in on the progress. Right. Or letting you know, this is what's been going on. We still don't have a response about this, but we're working on it together. It's not mm -hmm. um, here, you know, figure it out or mm -hmm. not my problem. Right. I, I mean, even after 20 years, your relationship isn't perfect. There's days that I'm like, seriously, are you friggin' serious? Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, I, I, really? I, I've, uh, that's, that's been a little bit of a common thread here recently. And, you know, you go through times like that. We're here, yeah. like, uh, you know, this is just too much right now. I need to step away. I need to, yeah. <laughs> I need to find something else to do. For sure. Uh, Some days are like that. Uh -huh. And then when you bring into it marital finances, mm. money, I believe, and sex are the two hardest things to deal with in a marriage. Mm. Meaning, you know, are you having enough money? Are you having enough sex? Is there a shortage of both? Mm -hmm. either or either um 
you can look yeah. outside your marriage to find solutions for finances, but then you have that uh, stigma that goes with if there's sexual tension or lack of sexual prowess or no sex at all, then you're wondering, you know, then you're taking it personally. It's mm. not, it, it's, it's usually never a personal issue. It's no. usually, you know, thing, for example, if, you, if you're lacking that, it's usually something else in the marriage or something personal right. in their job no. that's causing that friction but that they can't relax enough to have that I, healing uh, time as a couple. I think it's healing time sex. So one thing, one thing that um, I heard um, previously about that, speaking to frequency, etc., is that you have to do what works within your own marriage because there are societal constructs out there of how frequent it should be um, that are a fallacy. <laughs> um, and that there are also societal constructs out there of what it should entail or should not entail that are also mm -hmm. a fallacy. Right. And so that you just have to figure out what works within your personal relationship as it relates to the quality and or quantity. And after hearing that, I will say there was a lot less, it took pressure off. It took a lot of pressure off. Oh, once you heard that? Yes. I heard um, I heard a statement from our mom that hmm. said, this was 20 years ago, well, probably before we were married, that's your job. Your job is to make time and have sex with your partner. You should be doing hmm. it at least four times a week. I, 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 I said, uh, uh, you know, um, Wow, that's okay. and and let me tell you, it wasn't long after that that her opinion changed. And we talked. She's like, I can't believe I told you that. I'm like, Mom, it was funny. I think it was in front of our bunco club. Gosh, I don't remember that at all. We were out by the hot tub at their house, and some of us were in it. Some of us were next to it, and that was the topic. And it was everybody was like, oh. <gasps> She said wow. that everybody was like, are you serious? I said, yeah, no, that ain't happening. You know, it, it, my body's broken. It doesn't do that anymore comfortably. And unfortunately, that sucks. Yeah. So I come back to figuring out what, because it doesn't have to mean, you know, there's not a strict definition either well I, I i think just like marriage is unique to every individual mm -hmm. and every individual couple so is so should intimacy intimacy 
isn't the same thing to everybody. Somebody right. sitting on the couch next to each other, curled up watching a movie, is intimacy. Right. You know, Netflix and chill is intimacy. Um, yeah. Holding hands while you're in the car on your way somewhere is intimacy. One um, of the sweetest things that Ryan does that maybe wouldn't mean a lot to somebody else when that, but every time he does it, it like, I know I'm his kind of thing. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like when we're in the car, he will reach over and like slap the inside of my thigh. The, the one that's, you know, closer to him and like, you know, give it a little, a little slap, slap. Um, <laughs> not in like you know, in an aggressive way and not in like an overly sexual way, but like in a, Hey, it gets, eh. I'm right here for you, babe. I'm, you know, it's kind of like, it gets a, your attention. It's my attention every single yeah. time, every single time. And I think it is those little, it's those little things. Absolutely. Because to somebody else that might, they have me like, okay, whatever. But like, you know, for me. You know what I've started to do since I, since I, I haven't done hair in over a year now. Mm -hmm. What I've started to do is, this has been going on over six months, probably almost a year. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry. You probably heard him snoring. No, um, If I was downstairs working or if I was downstairs throwing a load of laundry in and Frank would come home from work, he would almost like be annoyed that I wasn't on the main floor of the house. He'd like holler like I was missing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Are you here? Why aren't you? You know, where are you? Well, yeah. I, I can't have gone far. The door's locked. My car's here. The animals mm -hmm. aren't crated. I'm here. And so I read something and... It's um, it's a podcast that I listen to, and it's a husband and wife, and they, they suffer from some mental health issues, but it's, it's anxiety-related. So mm -hmm. they're very much each other's support person, you know? Okay. And she greets her husband at the door every day, and he yeah. says, you have no idea how good that makes me feel that you, and, and I, you know what, when I heard them talk about it, I was like, I'm, I, I don't know that that would be my thing. Mm -hmm. But when, when I am home, I, I very rarely am out while he, you know, ends up at home. Um, I meet him at the door or I'll stand at the door and if it's raining, I'll run out and help him bring in his lunchbox and whatever stuff he's brought home or, uh, you know, things, things that he doesn't have to holler or look for me or try and grab my attention. He's home. I'm giving him that attention. Yeah. And... he's had some tough times at work. So I'm hoping that this, you know, changes his gears and is able to leave that hardship of 
whatever happened at work that day outside and he realizes I'm here to help. I'm here as your partner. Come on in. Dinner's ready. You know, go up and change. I'll have, you know. And some people would look at that as being a submissive housewife. And I I, mm. I don't consider it that. I consider the fact that I've tried to be thoughtful to to change his it's a way to transition between work and home yes and i don't think that he has seen it happening you know i don't think he's noticed that mm -hmm. but i can tell that it's changed his demeanor mm -hmm. and I would say probably I only miss him maybe once every few weeks like if I'm really in the middle of cooking dinner and I could you know Waylon barks knowing that he's a block away and he'll bark for a solid block before Frank pulls in mm -hmm. so I usually try and be right there and meet him but you know, it's it's always a learning experience. And then food is his love language. Mm -hmm. Cooking for him. Uh, so I think that that's part of it. So, you know, I will keep you all posted. Yeah. And, and see if there's changes or if, you know, you know, going into 20 years, if 21 is going to be a whole new experience or a, a continued experiment on love language. I mean, I think that I think that's a perfect example. And I've actually seen I don't I don't know. I don't listen to the same podcast, but I've seen like reels and stuff where people talking about doing that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's been examples I've seen have been that a guy does it the same exact thing when his wife comes home, like greeting each other and I think another one is like saying goodbye, like really saying goodbye when you're leaving for the day, like is another one. I, you know what? I, I like that. And I tend to wake up when Frank's getting ready and I go, Oh, you look so good today. I hope you have a one. You know, I'm, I'm very mm -hmm. uplifting. I don't, I don't do well when people are negative. Mm -hmm. I think that people should look at life in a positive light, mm -hmm. um, especially if you have life by the ass or what other people would think. You, you've got a pretty good thing. Let's 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 consider our options. Do we need yeah. to be, you know, annoyed and irritated today, or can you put a smile on your face and yeah. make the day great? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Well, I think I I think that this has been an awesome topic and I hope everybody has kind of enjoyed where our our heads are. Yeah. Are going um I think the biggest for me the 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 I I would call it the takeaway is that the work doesn't stop. Absolutely. It shouldn't stop. I I really got into this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
I was just going to say I really got into this topic today because um, I think a lot of people take it for granted. If, mm-hmm. if you are a worker bee and you're trying really hard to make your home uh, that getaway, that result, you know, you're trying mm-hmm. to make that relationship home yes. the best you can be. Here's what we didn't discuss not always is that partner going to work with you. There are times when that partner just just doesn't see the light. Yeah, that's true and, too. And no matter how hard you try, I, I want you ladies to know, our sisters to know that um, trying so hard is not being a sucker. Trying so hard is what you've turned into your language of love. You mm-hmm. are trying. You are trying to be active. You're trying to fix. You're trying to, there's that fix word again. Mm. You're trying to make that home welcoming and that that resort for your family. And if, if you're not being met with activity and interest, and uh gosh there shared effort yeah oh that's a good one kel shared if Mm -hmm. you're not being met with shared effort then you know you need to think about a few things yeah uh because marriage isn't a single-handed right it's give and take right right you know, um, and if it comes to that, where you aren't getting that, you should never feel ashamed to look at your life and do some inventory. Yeah, 100%. And, and you know, make some decisions. How can I, you know, because I, I know women don't stop trying. Yeah, it's definitely in our nature to keep trying, but right. you've got to know when to also cut your losses. Right, like the yeah, gambler. Yeah, like the gambler. Get out of my head. I said gambler at the same time you did. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. <laughs> Get out. Because you can't just keep giving and giving and giving. That's no. not fair. No. Not fair. I but loved. I loved this topic. I did too. I think it's important, and I think you know. I don't know. Maybe not everybody talks about you know a broad topic like this a lot in their with their friends or or sisters. Well, or, I, I think people I think, think if you're. I'm sorry, Kel. No, go ahead. I I think that if you're talking about these things and you're talking about how to make it work or, you know, don't be ashamed if it doesn't work. I think people immediately assume that you're having horrible marriage problems Mm -hmm. and, oh, my God, I want it over. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, you're looking at that huge negative. And, you know, I don't know anybody who just said done and, and, you know, it's not a set it and forget it. Right. It's it's not um, it's not something that you can look at and think, 
Oh, I passed the the finish line. Yeah. Yeah, I've tr I've tried for 15 years and it still isn't working out. I'm done. It it probably took you 10 years to decide to make that decision. And if yeah. you don't share your trials, your troubles, your concerns, your worries with either your partner or somebody that you can talk to and feel that they aren't being judgmental, mm -hmm. then you need to find somebody like that if you're having problems. For sure. Um, For sure. And you know what? And just talk to your mom and your sister. My mom. Disclaimer here. We are not therapists. Oh. We are not counselors. This is just our opinions. We're not giving advice. We're just having a conversation. I just want to put that disclaimer out there. Was I was I coming off like I was? No, no, no. But you know, I, I want to put it out there. All right. Well, yeah, I'm not I'm not one of those people. I'll go to one of those people. But I it's important that you don't feel shame in whatever your situation is mm -hmm. you know if you're having troubles there shouldn't be um there shouldn't be shame going through that when i decided after many years of emotional abuse from my ex-husband um i think i came home on super bowl sunday to mom and Kelly and it was not a pretty situation within five minutes of me saying this is what's happening Kelly was on the computer looking for divorce attorneys and mom was counting money that I had shoved in socks so that I could get out of a bad situation it was traumatic it was a lifetime movie moment and I wouldn't wish that on anybody but it was a necessary move for me to be sane. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I had a lot of family who didn't understand. And I was the first divorced on both sides. And there were a lot of questions. Yeah. And a lot of not nice assumptions. And you know, that bothered me. And then I was like, hey, listen, not one of those people was there, the ones who judge, not one of those people were there when this happened. Not one of those people were there when you got uh, slammed into a door frame. Not one of those people were there when you were called all of these terrible things. Not one person, if they saw any of those experiences, would have a negative word to say. Right. So don't ever think positive or negative that anybody is in a place to judge. Right. hundred percent. All right. I'm done preaching. I just think you guys are so awesome. I, I need to do a new intro because when I listened to it the other day, I was like, oh, you sound really silly kind of like yeah. a uh like a like a cruise director mm. i'm gonna work on that and do a new one uh i i hope you have all enjoyed 
our episodes. I can't believe we're on season two. You know that we accomplished over 40 episodes last year and we didn't start until March. Yeah, super exciting. So and we got, we, we're, we're all in. Absolutely. Um, we'd really like to pull on some new guests. I, I know, Christina, if you're out there, uh, we need to get something scheduled with you. Mm -hmm. I would like to get Julie back here. I would like an update about her book. Yes. Um, Andrea with her business. I'd like mm -hmm. to hear how that is going. Rachel, she is doing really, really well. Um, she's always got an update. Uh, so I'll be talking to her in the next couple weeks and see if we can't bring her back on for an update on being a mom of and your first your oldest child going away to college in another mm -hmm. state and your re her reaction was not at all what i thought it would be so i think that's like she's okay she's like yes yeah, she needed to go <laughs> <laughs> not at all what you would think you'd hear and of course then she'd be like you know what i mean oh i do oh, i know i i i I'm sure my mom thought the same thing. Thank God Karen's gone. I, I'm sure. Well, let me just tell you, when we dropped you off at college, I was totally butthurt because mom, it was like, it, it was full on waterworks. And I was like, uh, I'm still here. I'm still here, mom. Really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. Yes. We'll have to talk about that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. So funny. Oh, well, that's Ryan. Well, I thank you, Kelly, for taking the time uh, to my pleasure. Uh, us being able to manage a time together this week. And um, if you guys out there are interested in being a guest or you have some questions or you have a topic idea, please drop us a line. Um, we are at, I'm going to screw up the email address. Let me look. My sister is your sister dot info at gmail.com. Yes. I got you. Do you have that where you can open it up and look at it? Is there any mail in there? When was the last time you checked? I check it frequently. Did yeah. you want me to check right now? I did because I have on air. <laughs> We're all good. Okay. We're all good. Okay. Um, I I think what our next topic is going to be is starting a small business. Um, starting a small business. I'd be interested to hear uh, if anybody out there has an Etsy shop or if you have something mm -hmm. like Poshmark or Shopify or any of those types of things. you have any information, I have recently learned how to put items on Marketplace and needless to say, they have not yet sold. But I've had many, many clicks. So I'm kind of looking maybe for a tutor. So if anybody out there is uh, is helpful or informative, I'd really love to sit and have a chat with you. Um, but I think, Kel, that's all I have for today. All right, cool. Cool. 
Well, again, sisters, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I, I hope that you were entertained and maybe you learned a little bit and maybe mostly entertained. <laughs> but until next time, thank you so much for listening. And remember to take care of you and your sister. Thanks, everybody. Have a great evening. All right. Bye. joining us on another episode where my sister is your sister. I'm Kelly here with my sister, Karen. Don't forget to subscribe and share wherever you listen to your podcasts. Take care of you and your sister.